Welcome to day 362 of Shape by the Word. We are in our final day of our third season together, the story of the prophets. We've done the story of the New Testament in our first season together, and then we've taken you know key chapters you know, throughout Scripture from Genesis to Revelation and our second season together. And uh, we've studied the all-important link between the Old Testament and New Testament, the story of the prophets, where uh, God both pronounces His judgment on unfaithful Israel and also gives her hope of future restoration and future in a grace. We come to uh, Malachi, which is a, the final you know, a prophet in uh uh, in our in the scripture, the way that we receive it, but it's also a beautiful bridge from the Old Testament to the New Testament. The people of Israel have come back into the land after being judged by God, and uh, they're beginning to fall back into the same old careless habits that led to the judgment in the first place. So Malachi is alarmed, and he uh, sounds the alarm for the people of Israel, you know, to return to God. And uh, many times the prophets are, uh, you know, built around. Uh, you know, God's lawsuit or law, you know, God's case that he brings against Israel using his covenant, you know, as, as a foundation law. And uh, that in Malachi, you have six different disputes that God brings before the people of Israel. Here's where you're falling short in faithfulness to a God who's been deeply faithful to you. And, of course, that's the opening line of this book. I've loved you guys. Mm-hmm. And you sit around asking how I've loved you. Let me show you why I've loved you. But in the mm-hmm. same time, let me show you how your love and how your faithfulness you know, has fallen short. Mm-hmm. So we pick up uh, and we'll read to the end of uh, Malachi today and finish out our season together. Pick up in verse 17 of chapter 2 and read through chapter 4 uh, as we complete that today. Uh, but before we read, we recognize what a, a beautiful gift we have in God's Word we see a reflection of his character, but we also look at it, as James said, as a mirror and see a reflection of our character. And there'll be a lot of opportunity you know, for that today. Uh, we become convicted of sin. We turn to God and seek his work of restoration in us. So uh, before we uh, read, Matt, you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we do thank you for your word, and we thank you for the, the full counsel of your words from the passages that... Um, encourage us uh, from the passages that we find comfort to the passages that, that as Paul mentioned a minute ago, uh, sound the alarms that we may return to you. Uh, Father, we recognize that we need both. And so we ask as we continue to read that, um, that Father, you would give us uh, wisdom and insight uh, that you would use this passage of Scripture to accomplish everything you desire in us. Uh, we love you. We thank you for the grace we have in Christ Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Malachi 2.17, you've wearied the Lord with your words. How have we wearied him, you ask, by saying, all who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord, and he is pleased with them. Or where is the God of justice? I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he'll be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He'll purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings and righteousness. And the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord as in days gone by, as in former years. So I come to put you on trial. 
I'll be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, and perjurers, against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless, and who deprive foreigners among you of the justice. But do not fear me, says the Lord Almighty. I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your ancestors, you have turned away from my decrees and have not kept them. Return to me, and I'll return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how do we return? Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? And tithes and offerings. You're under a curse, your whole nation, because you're robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I'll not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing there will not be room enough to store it. I'll prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it is ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. You have spoken arrogantly against me, says the Lord, yet you ask, what have we said against you? You have said, it is futile to serve God. What do we gain by carrying out his requirements and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty? But now we call the arrogant blessed. Certainly evildoers prosper, and even when they put God to the test, they get away with it. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored his name. On that day when I act, says the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession. I will spare them just as a father has compassion and spares his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. Surely the day is coming. It will burn like a furnace. All the arrogant and every evildoer will be stubble. And the day that is coming will set them on fire, says the Lord Almighty. Not a ranch or a branch will be left, not a root or a branch will be left to them, neither will they get a ranch. But for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in its rays, and he will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked, and they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws that I gave him at Horeb for all of Israel. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. Reminded of the scene of transfiguration where Jesus is seen in the presence of both uh, Moses and Elijah. And of course, what a wonderful bridge into the promises of both law and prophets that are fulfilled in the person of Jesus. But his final word to the people of Israel in the Old Testament is, uh, listen to uh, listen to Moses and long for Elijah. And uh, that's what we have. And what a wonderful promise. Uh, again, we, we know the effects of you know the Lord's covenant by the way that it uh, uh, you know by the way that it shows up in our relationships. So we've already talked about how that looks in marriage and maintaining faithfulness in that covenant. And here you see. Uh, you know, God doing a work among families returns the heart of the children to the parents and the heart mm. of the children, you know, parents, you know, to the children. And he said, if not, uh, the land will suffer devastation. Mm. So it's an incredible kind of move of the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of the most uncomfortable passages in all of Scripture, because we actually talked about tithing here, <laughs> uh, and that as well. Well, we'll be blessed mm-hmm. if we tithe. That's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> this, you know, chapter three um, makes me think of Jesus. You know, obviously we get, yeah, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before before me. Yeah, but in, in even in talking about the the people being um, indicted, you know, they've they've been breaking the covenant. There's one who the Lord will send, and that one will be the one will be like a refiner's fire and a launderer's mm-hmm. soap. And just thinking of Jesus' words, you know, you mm-hmm. think I came to bring peace, not I came to bring division. You know, I've come to bring fire on the earth, and, and obviously you can take that a lot of different ways. And you know, Jesus, I think, is alluding to several things, but I think one of those things he's alluding to is is here. I've come to show you that you have broken the covenant you know and mm-hmm. and you stand um as a people who you know, don't seek justice but are actually you know unjust towards one another um, and that's you know and, and obviously also you know the promise through you know john the baptist and through jesus himself you know to baptize with the holy spirit mm-hmm. and, and with fire and of course the fire has that you know has that dual effect of uh, mm-hmm. burning away the chaff or the excess but also of purifying yeah. you know gold and silver you know, in that, and you you have you know that that picture of it you know, as well. Even the list, you know, in, in verse five, you know, I will come and put you on trial. I'll be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, perjurers. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Those are the that's pretty bad. But he even gets down, you know, to what he requires. You know, those who oppress the widows and the fatherless, deprive the foreigners among you of justice but do not fear me. And we do see that repetition throughout scripture of, you know, the fear of the Lord, the beginning of wisdom and to fear him is to take on the things that he values and cares for. And, and this is a list of things they neglected, but can also be a list of the things that he values to see in his people, but we don't see here. Yeah, the mm-hmm. list in scripture, you know, especially when you're listing vices, these are called, you know, vice lists, you know, where you know, here's a list of your sins. They usually start off, you know, pretty hideous and then they finally end up very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, not only, you know, perjurers and adulterers, but but people who've neglected widows and orphans and even the you know, foreigners, you know, the gathering that's your borders, you know, your lack of compassion. So when we've talked about, you know, the uh, prophets from the very beginning, you know, God seems to have, you know, three, you know, three complaints. One, you, you've turned your heart away from me and you've given the devotion, mm-hmm. you know, that I am worthy of, you know, to empty idols. Uh, and, and so idolatry is rampant among you. When you come into my temple, you're just going through the motion. You're doing the outward things, but you're not doing the inward things. And... Uh, your love for me is not showing up in your compassion, mm-hmm. you know, for others. Mm-hmm. And so we see those three big moves, you know, throughout the prophets, and we sit here in, in the mm-hmm. in the final as well. Yeah, you're a perjurer. You're not telling the truth. Yeah, you're an adulterer. You haven't been faithful in your life, but also uh, the widow and the offering is not safe among you. And that faithful remnant later on in three are those who fear the Lord, you yep. know, and as we see what the lack of the fear of the Lord is, and we see what the fear of the Lord is in, in that section. Yep, great contrast. Mm-hmm. And you know the incredible, you know the passage on on tithing. You're you're, you're robbing me, and he's already pointed out you're not giving good sacrifices. You're not responding, you know, to the truth. You're not telling the truth, and you've seen that here a couple of times. You're labeling things that are you know detestable to me as if they were good. And uh, you know that's mm-hmm. one thing you equipped with a couple of Bible verses we all can do is justify you know our, our our sin with our favorite Bible verses rather than hearing the whole message of Scripture. So you're not responding to the truth, you're not hearing the truth, you're not telling the truth, mm-hmm. and uh, you're not offering the very best of who you are, you know, to high, uh, mm-hmm. to who I am. Yeah. And test me on this. Yeah. See if I'm not you know good for my promises and my faithfulness. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I even love the, I mean, I don't love it, but it's, it's certainly compelling and convicting where, you know, he, they've become arrogant and um, they said how, and he says um, that they, they carry out or they consider carrying out God's requirements as, as a burden. And, and, uh, and so, you know, it's the indictment there, as even Christ would say, that those who love me or love God obey. And so it's an obedience that is born out of love, but here um, they are burdened by the uh, yeah. requirements that God has called from them. Yeah. And it makes me think of John's words in First mm-hmm. John where he says, you know, and his commands are not burdensome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hard stuff. No, it is. So we end on that note. Now remember, remember Moses and look forward to Elijah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Father, we do thank you that you have given us your good word. Uh, we thank you uh, that even though the law came from Moses, we've seen grace and truth uh, you know, come through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have a far better expression of your heart and your character and what we have seen of you in Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we thank you uh, that you have given us your word. We thank you that you have given us your spirit. And uh, we thank you that uh, you are renewing not you know, just us, but all of creation in you. We mm-hmm. thank you for a season together in your word, in the prophets. And Father, we pray that uh, this has become a part of who we are and that we will continue to hear and respond to these voices. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.